Hello, darlings. It's me, Ruma. This is Getting Effie. You're my little effers. I'm coming to you pre-recorded from New York City at the corner of Pandemic Meets Boredom, as you know. So, my darlings, it's the end of week eight. That's pretty exciting. We're whipping through this show, and we only have about two and a half more weeks to go. Bloody hell. And, well, we know that a recap real quick. Cody won HOH. Cody also won Veto. Cody was the stud of the week. He had complete reign in all the power all week. As you know, he put up David and he put up Kevin. With winning the Veto, he didn't take anybody down. He also was a little niffed at David for taking $10,000 because, as you know, they played the big Otev, and it actually was very similar to the way it always is. I don't know what Nicole F. was whining about. She was saying it was nothing like the original Otev. It was exactly like the Otev I remembered. Anyway, it looked as difficult as Otev always is, and, well... Cody won, so he has had the complete control all week, and even though he was PO'd at David for taking 10000 and as we talked about it, David's going to donate it to charity, so of course, David, being on the outs of the committee, not being in the committee, basically being the last two of the people of color in the house, as we discussed, we he knows that he's, his days are numbered. So good for you. Jolly good, David. Congrats. I'm glad you won $10,000. Now, of course, everybody else in the house was like, oh, he's a rookie. He shouldn't have taken the money. It's all jealousy, people. They all wanted the money and they didn't take it. So, or they didn't have an opportunity to take it. And so it's hilarious how they can be so upset at David when you know that if any of them had the opportunity to take 10 grand, they certainly would. And David was just explaining that he didn't want to end up with nothing and he knew that he wouldn't be able to get up the hill to answer the question quick enough. So anyway, jolly good for you, David. And well, the week went on and they did their campaigning, but it was very set in stone. Cody always was going to get Kevin out. You know, there was this little discussion between them and it went wrong, but then Kevin did eat some humble pie and try to smooth it over with Cody and he appreciated it. Basically, Cody was a douche and Kevin had to like try to, you know, please him by bowing down, you know, but basically Cody was still set on sending Kevin home. And because I, I guess he's saying it's because Kevin was the better player. Well, whatever, you know, I mean, he is a, a good player. I, I'll give him that, but he's not in the committee. It really wouldn't matter. But, you know, I mean, they've put, Kevin up so many times. Poor Kevin has been on the block like every single week except maybe one week. So Kevin at the end of the week on Thursday, he was the first evicted. As we've discussed prior that there was a very exciting eviction night and 
Well, I basically speed it up a little, so I'm going to just discuss with you that there was a little something that went on. There was a little bit of ostracizing Danny. Yes, Danny, the one of the mingles. And, well, who do you think was doing it? Christmas and Nicole. It was so ridiculous. I mean, I love it, though. You know, you're, you're, you're like, see, have better taste. You have to. That's the problem. All these girls had to have the attention from the boys. I'm not saying there's anything, you know, sexual about it. It's nothing like that, people. It's just these pathetic girls have to get the attention from the boys. They have to be in what they think is the popular group. All the women should have banded together. They should have made a group like Janelle suggested. And then with their one token male player, and that would be... That would have been Kesa, and they would have probably had Kevin too. So there would have been two technically male players. I mean, we know that Kevin has an alter ego that comes out and is, and she's absolutely fabulous. I don't know if you guys have had a chance to see her, but she's very fierce, and I loved to watch him basically turn into her. So anyway, so they ended up, um, you know, those those girls being the mean girls being so cruel to the people they wanted out. I mean, we know what Danny did the week, you know, a couple of weeks prior. We know that she did this whole thing where she set up Devon. She was just, she's been despicable in the game. I mean, I, I, like I've said, I don't know Danny outside the game. I'm sure she's just fine, but in the game, she's really been a despicable human. She was saying horrible things about Ian and his, and the fact that he would use his autism to further him in the game. She made some stupid little comments about Day. She said some stuff about her hair. She said some comments about Bay. She's just been horrible. Also, someone reminded me, she also accused Bay of stealing clothes from Nicole. Now, do you remember there was a season that was like Big Brother? I'm not sure if it was over the top. Basically, it was the rejects. I mean, let's be honest, you know, it was like a very short season. I can't even remember what they're called. I think it was Big Brother over the top or something. And it was basically people that they wouldn't have on a regular season. But um, do you remember that young lad who I thought was so entertaining? He was like one of my favorites. But anyway, he would dance all the time. I can't think of his name. Oh, I, maybe it was, was it Jason? I'm not really sure, but he was such a hilarious guy and he was so entertaining. Anyway, and he had his, you know, past and stuff like that. I mean, I'm not going to, you know, not say that, but he was very, very fun to watch and he was a great dancer and he was just entertaining and funny well anyway do you remember that one of the lads made a comment like a joke and said something like oh i wonder how he got all his nice clothes basically i think he was implying that he stole all his ralph Lauren clothes because he's a person of color that's how it was taken and so i don't even think danny realizes that that's how we took it this season, when you're accusing a person of color and you're being stereotypical, which is microaggressive, and that's having microaggression, so you do not do that because that's stereotypical negativity and ignorance. And so she did do that too, people. 
Anyway, so she was definitely on the outs, and Nicole F. was gossiping about her to Cody every second, and with Cody being HOH, and of course Enzo was in the room, Nicole was setting herself up to make sure that Danny will be on the chopping block. I found that very funny because, well, Danny's, I think, going to be in Nicole's wedding. She definitely is planning on going. I wonder if she's going to go now. I wouldn't if I was Danny because I would see all the horrible things Nicole F. And let me tell you, she has been diabolical. I mean, let's just say the CBS takes a girl from Ugly, was it Ugly or Ugly? And they tell her, lose 25 pounds, we'll put you on the show, get your front teeth fixed. Get a little Botox, maybe get some micro, <laughs> which is pretty funny. I think it's called, oh, is it micro sanding of the face? I, I'm not sure, but basically she had some sort of like treatment, plastic surgery treatment to sand her acne off. And they, you know, they had her dye her hair blonder and she definitely became like, much different looking and and very like it was like that small town reality girl that you know in reality programs that ends up basically I mean on the show we've seen her it looks like a washed up you know sad reality show story and that's how and I figured out tonight as I was watching feeds what that's all about and I'll share that with you and um uh, maybe I should share it with you because you know I have attention deficit disorder and I don't use any notes. This is all from memory, my darlings. And so I might forget. So I, it, it's, I don't know if it's not part of this segment, but oh well, I'm going to share it with you just because I can remember it right now. So she told Christmas and Cody that the DR gives her, um, like an sedative, like Xanax. And she wasn't getting that Xanax. This is her saying this, okay? She wasn't getting it. And do you remember, and then she got it. Do you remember the night? I mean, I have so many pictures, by the way. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram. You'll see all my inflammatory and kind of exciting photos that I take on feeds. And it's basically, I catch them. <laughs> and, you know, you'll, you'll laugh because I have had hilarious photos of Nicole. She just isn't, she's so easy basically to take a bad picture, shall I say. So anyway, she, um, she was on Xanax and she's been drinking. So uh, no wonder she seems like she's completely lost her bonnet. I mean, she literally looks like she's going to have to go to a rubber room at times. So she's been getting Xanax now. And that's for her. I believe she has something going on. Like she says she gets panic attacks. Panic attacks. That's what it is. And I know that's horrible. I've had them there absolutely horrible and uncomfortable. And I understand the whole Xanax, but it makes sense to me now when she was looking so sloppy after having one drink and she was probably mixing the Xanax with the alcohol. This is just me watching and what my impression is, but that can happen where you're literally like three sheets to the wind after like one glass of wine when you mix it with Xanax. So that was a little tad bit that I found out on feeds 
Also, uh, we know that she, uh, there was something else in, of course, see, it's a good thing I remember that because I can't remember, but I will remember, darlings, and I'll share it with you. But I thought there was something else I was going to share with you. Anyway, lovies. Okay, so getting back to the fact that Downing was ostracized. And so she was, you know, I mean, they're not ostracizing her to her face. They're just not hanging out with her as much. But we know that she's the golden retriever that loves Cody, follows him around. And I love golden retrievers. That's my disclaimer. Adopt, don't shop. And so anyway... Uh, she's been following him around and she just has to have his attention all the time. And she thinks like she's got him wrapped around her finger. So anything that she's going to watch later, and I don't know if her husband is taping any of this, probably not, probably not. But if she does happen to see it, there's enough clips, of course, on uh, YouTube probably. And of course, my social media and all the other social medias that have podcasts about Big Brother. I mean, he's just slamming her under the bus. And, you know, they're just, he and Nicole are just taking a big old pile dumps on her. And so she's going to be hurt. I think she is. And I think she's going to say, bugger off. I'm not going to your wedding, your stupid little wedding, Nicole. I mean, it's going to be $3,000. It's going to cost her. And I mean, I don't know if she was even going to be in the wedding, but Honestly, if I was Danny, I'd never be Danny because I'm a very kind and nice person all the time. I would not want to be involved in her wedding and spend all that money when she stabbed her in the back. And all that stabbing in the back, it's a typical mean girl move. Unnecessary. Absolutely unnecessary. Now we do know that Danny's done her damage. She set up Day. She, she, you know, monopolized that whole thing and tried to humiliate Day with having the Whitey committee, you know, have a little meeting after they told Day they were going to bed. It was so dodgy. So she did that and she said the horrible things about Ian and she said the horrible things about Weaves and she said the horrible things about the possibly Bailey stealing clothes from Janelle and you know I mean we just all know all that stuff is dodgy so Danny does deserve any poopy pile that she's going to get piled on her but I'm just saying from her fellow mean girl who's been just as disgusting uh, I think that that's going to hurt Danny when she gets home but you know I mean what do we say karma's coming for you and that's what happened so as I kind of digressed, but I hope that you're, you know, digressed, digressed. Yeah, I believe I've said that correctly. I'm not sure. If not, sorry, I'm not going to say that. I mean, besides attention deficit disorder, I have dyslexia. I mean, I'm really, I am a genius, but I'm just not a genius, the typical genius in the classroom. I mean, I was always way smarter than all my teachers and all the adults around me and they've had me tested over and over when I was a child and I always came out smarter than everybody else. I'm a genius, but I have all these little quirks like I have attention deficit disorder, I have dyslexia, and so, and I have some problems sometimes pronouncing words and I think that's because I've lived in all lots of different places and with learning how to pronounce words with different accents that happens sometimes. So anyway, please bear with me. 
and try to decipher what I'm trying to tell you, loves. Okay, so we come to the end of the week, and we know that, like, Kevin's on the chopping block, and so he is the first evicted. Then Julie announces, oh, you know, it's a double eviction. Now, we know it's a triple, but they don't quite know just yet. And so Kevin is sent packing, and then there's a new HOH played. The winner of that HOH was Memphis. Memphis put up Nicole and put up David. And uh, we knew that. We knew that he would put up David. He's had this issue with David. Absolutely obnoxious anyway. I don't even need to go on about that. We all know he's a stodgy. <laughs> I mean, he's just, he he's like a reincarnated, like somebody that is just, I don't even want to say the stuff that I want to say because I, I don't, I don't think that it's maybe appropriate, but you guys know what I'm talking about. We don't like this. Okay. So he puts up Nicole and he puts up David. And I think he was saying that he put up Nicole just basically because he wanted to make sure that David would go home and David would be the target. I, I'm not really sure. I mean, I, I think he put up both of them and he could care less who went home but he probably would want David more but um he was like if worse comes to worse at least it will be somebody that I don't really want in the house and I was thinking bloody hell you should vote out Nicole she's she has one prior when she didn't deserve it Paul did all the work and she is you know she she's more manipulative. She's in this group with committee. I don't know what they were thinking, but you know what, what they're thinking. They're thinking, we got to get the last POC out. Okay. Well, I'm not sure what they were thinking, but that's what it looked like. So, voted out. Well, first there was the veto, and well, Christmas won the veto. She did not use it. She wasn't about to use it on them. So she voted out, or she won the veto. She was very proud of herself. And she, but she decided not to use it. And so on the block remained Nicole and David. And David was sent packing to the jury house. And as they opened the door for David to leave, and I love David, he was just like, kind of did the old, you know, give him a kiss to the air and he was like no that's that's okay no hugs and i like that don't bother hugging him that's so pathetic you've all been a bunch of sods i mean i agreed with david he kind you know he bloom kisses he was very polite and he said you know what let's save our hugs for you know the 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 finale and when it's a happy hug and he just gathered up his stuff and went out to julie but as he was leaving he opened the door and I guess they saw that it was, it said triple eviction. So they all were like, what? A triple eviction? So that was really good. And remember, David was the first to even throw that out, that there would be a possible triple uh, eviction. And they, but they were all shooting him down, you know. Oh, no, no, no. You don't even know the game, David. <laughs> David obviously does know the game because he was right. He called it. So David sat with Julie for a second and, you know, they had their goodbyes and he went off to jury. And I mean, basically David just, he doesn't, I mean, he, anybody that wasn't in this certain large group of like the new school people, I, you know, he really didn't have 
I mean, he was very, it was great. He played the game very well to be able to go that far. That's what I'm trying to say. And I think that he definitely did a great job. And I'm so glad he has the 10,000. So farewell to David. So farewell to Kevin. Farewell to David. To the jury house they go. So now HOH is played again. And guess who wins that? That would be Tyler. Tyler wins HOH. And his noms are, and I'm saying it like with a big smile on my face. I wish it could have been, let's vote them all out. <laughs> it was Danny and Nicole. Oh my gosh, that was so lovely to see them sitting in there. And then Nicole again sitting in there. Well, I mean, Danny, I think Danny, a look on her face was like, I'm screwed, you know. And so they play, and of course, I believe Tyler won the actual veto too. So he won too. You know, he's such a good player. Uh, even though we know he's a pathological liar with a little slash of sociopath, shall we say? So anyway, he won. And, you know, of course, it's all for Angela. <laughs> Angela, that's for you. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Anyway, good for them. They're very in love. I have to say they're very, very in love. He's very in love with his Angela. So he ends up, um, he says, I'm not using the veto, you know, basically do what you want to do. And by the way, when David was sent packing, there were two votes against to save David. And those were Christmas and Tyler. They both tried to save David, but it was just two votes. And of course, they had to come clean about it, you know, because it was, you know, Memphis was like, who voted? Who voted this way? You know, can't have your own opinion, you know, you have to vote with the House. But he was just like, oh, I just threw him a pity vote, you know. Tyler can, you know, look at people and lie so easily. So, we'll see if that's going to affect Tyler in the future. But anyway, so they are Tyler wins veto and he doesn't use it. And so the vote comes and basically Nicole gets up, you know, I'm little old Nicole. I hope you keep me. I just, I don't even, I don't even want to do anything. I don't want to even hurt anybody. I'm so sweet and wonderful. At least that's what CBS has edited me to be. Really, I'm a demon and I am a wolf in sheep clothing. I've been absolutely horrible to people and just, just disgusting. But please keep me now. She didn't say the stuff I'm telling you, but she definitely said all this stuff about how she's so innocent and they, she hopes that they keep her. Danny gets up and I think she realizes the gig's up. She's like, Tyler, you have a final two with Christmas. I know you're not going to use the veto on me. Keep me here, you guys, because, you know, I'm, I'm definitely going to gun for those two. So I would be the best for your game. And so they all <laughs> unanimously vote out Danny. Doo -doo -doo -doo. Yes, one of the mean girls. Hi ho. Hi-ho, the Wicked Witch is dead. I think I've merged two songs, you know, like 
the little uh, Snow White little guys, and then I've merged, like, the Wicked Witch dance, but you know what I'm saying, you know. The Wicked Witch is dead. The Wicked Witch is dead. Hi-ho, hi-ho, hi-ho. It was lovely to see the back of Danny. Now, Danny deserved to go, but I really wish that it was, hey, we're gonna just have both of you go home. Yippee! That would have been really grand, but so Danny went, and... Danny went home. Uh, well, she didn't go home. Of course, she went to jury and she was very, very PO'd. And guess what she said? What her words were, she kind of looked at Cody. She was very hurt. She said that she was butt hurt. And that was all she said to Julie. Like, I'm just shocked and devastated that Cody voted me out. I mean, come on, you guys. We've been saying that it looks really kind of pathetic how she follows him around and needs his attention. And then that's the only thing she says at the end. I mean, you know, nothing about, I mean, your, your fellow mean girl definitely probably stabbed you in the back. And I mean, I think I would say if I find this out, I'm going to, you know, she could have said something, but she was very salty. She didn't want to hug anybody too. And she said, Christmas went to hug her and she said, and no, you know, goodbye. (laughs) And, but, and then Christmas says, Oh, I guess you're going to be hurt. I guess you're going to play that way. She was like, yeah, I certainly am. And so Danny went to jury. So that's now we've narrowed it down to six people left in the game. I don't really know why they did this. It, it was like, I'm going, is that a little bit of lazy production? Because you don't want to have to do a lot. I'm not really sure, but probably because you didn't really speed up the game quick enough. And so now we're down to six people. And I mean, basically, it's going to be, I think, either dog eat dog or very boring. Because so the leftovers are Nicole, Memphis, Enzo, Cody, Xmas, and Tyler. I like to call them the evil six. The evil six, Nicole, Memphis, Enzo, Cody, Xmas, and Tyler, makes it a very split house. Three and three, we know that Nicole and Enzo and Cody are probably going to work together. And Tyler, I'm not sure if he's going to get in with Memphis and Xmas. We know he has a final two with Xmas, so he probably will do that. And so that's how it's going to be a very split house and we'll see but now here we go darlings not only was there a one hoh played a two hoh played there was a third hoh played at the end after the show finished and we know that's going into week nine now i'm going to give you a few hints he's italian and well he's had power this will be the second week. Yes, it's the Italian stallion, the stud of the house for the second week in a row. And that would be Cody. Oh my gosh, this bloke has the best luck. I don't even know what to say. So anyway, he's the big stud of the house. He's the Italian stallion that has now won two weeks in a row. He won the best HOH of the night because he gets the room again. So he's been living in the penthouse For now, this will be the second week. And we know that since he's kind of working on one side, he's probably going to target either Memphis, Xmas, or Tyler. And I think it will probably be Xmas because he's been talking a lot about that, we know, for the last couple weeks. So, 
we will see what happens when I come back. Now, the schedule has been changed, and instead of being on Sunday, it's on Monday. So, I will be having my podcast, and I will tell you about who won the HOH, which I've already told you. You know, I'm not very good at, like, keeping little secrets with Christmas gifts, so we know that I've already told you that Cody won, but we will know firmly who he's going to put up, and we will know who won the veto. So, darlings, I will talk to you next time for my podcast of Week 9 All-Stars Season 22, Big Brother. And always remember, Black Lives Matter. Love is love. Adopt, don't shop. Be kind to all. We're all human. We're all equal. Everybody that you encounter in your life, please come at them with kindness and love. And you will be surprised how you will get that back and receive it in your life. So please take care of yourself. And until next time, I'm Ruma. My podcast is Getting Effie. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram. And please continue to listen to me. Cheers, mates.